Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Turtle Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 55 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joining with me is my ever so lovely, I guarantee wife, Anna! <laughs> oh, I love that you guarantee that I'm your wife. That's right, I guarantee that you're my ever so lovely wife, because, alright. Oh, hello everyone, I always forget to say that. Oh, yeah. That is part of your catchphrase. You don't you know that? Like after I say it, and you say hello, or you laugh and say hello, everyone. <laughs> You've been doing that for like you know a year straight now. Oh yeah. I know, I know. and like I don't know if you like realize that, like consciously that you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's just, it just it it just naturally happens. <laughs> like how I constantly say. I 100% agree. For some reason, I like I'm when I'm like edit these things. I'm like, I'm, I say that a lot. Why do I keep 100% everything? Like oh, you guys, yeah. like. Uh, do you like, want me to tell you what you what you say? What do I say? You say, uh, uh, that's a good question. When uh, when I ask a question, when I whenever whatever question I ask you, you don't give me answer, and then instead you tell me that's a good question. That that is a great question. <laughs> I know I do that a lot. I know, I know. No, uh, Anna would just be like, oh, what do we what do we want for dinner? I'm like, that is a great question. And that is my way of saying, I have no idea. You pick something. Exactly. <laughs> All right, this week we're going to be talking about the episode Leatherhead Meets the Rat King. It's going to be fun stuff. But before before we get into that, there's one thing I do want to talk about. One thing that kind of... It kind of a little like bothers me, and I because I hear it a lot, and that is I kind of get tired of hearing people say, "I want something like this, but for Ninja Turtles." Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I feel like I said it. Uh, like okay, like for example, for toys or like yeah, like toys or anything like that. Like I I like uh for uh for example like uh not too long ago, uh I heard. Um, I heard like or I read on somewhere that someone says like, you know I really want a Spider-Verse movie but for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, like 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 you know like they 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 want like something that they really like but they want to just insert the turtles in there. Yeah. And it, it annoys me. Uh there's a few reasons why it annoys me. I mean, one like you know, I don't want I don't want Ninja Turtles to copy something else. Yes. I want I want things to be like, wow, that was a great Ninja Turtles story. Or like, you know, like, oh, this is something you can only do with Ninja Turtles. Because <laughs> I don't want like Ninja Turtles to be like, oh, okay. You know what? We could just make we can just make this story and just insert the turtles in there. Yeah. Or like insert that style in there and and like and like you know like so it's you have that constant like comparison, mm -hmm. and like I would want it to be like in its own kind of field. Yes, exactly. Uh, that that that's something I'll, that's something that bothers me. And then like also a lot of things I've been hearing, 
Like, for example, that whole Spider-Verse thing. Like, you know, they're like, oh, I want a Spider-Verse movie, but with Ninja Turtles. Technically, Ninja Turtles did it first because, you know, that 25th anniversary movie that we saw for our, for our one-year anniversary was basically, hey, we mashed up two of the animation styles and established that they're in they're in like different universes meeting each uh -huh, other. Ah, yes, okay. I mean, so technically we have that. So technically, someone said, "Hey, I want Turtles Forever, but with Spider-Man," and like got successful with it. It is kind of like because I, I keep like hearing something. I'm like, okay, we have something like that. Another thing I heard not too long ago. I swear I heard this, and I was just like, really, really? Uh, someone said. They wanted a Ninja Turtles reboot, but it more like the DuckTales reboot. And I was just like, wait, that was the 2012 series. You know. Like, like that was exactly the 2012 series that we had. <laughs> like, I mean, and like, I mean, here's the deal. Like, like because the 2012 series, it took the elements of the original cartoon that everyone grew up with, that, er that everyone was familiar with, added some, like, of the comic settings into it, and then just brought in uh, characters and stories from other media and, like, interwove it into the show. And because th that's what DuckTales, the, the DuckTales, recent DuckTales reboot did, was they took the classic cartoon show and then, like, you know, put in elements of the comics and then just er all the other stuff that is just the only other thing that... The DuckTales reboot did was like, hey, let's go add other uh, shows that were airing at that same time during that same time period, and let's put them in the show too. I mean, the closest thing Ninja Turtles had that had was they had an episode with Usagi. You don't look like that. They they want to force it into something that is not matching. Right, right, and yeah, and that's the thing. I don't want like. I don't, I just don't feel like the Ninja Turtles are, is something that like, hey, to be honest, that's always what I felt like the third Ninja Turtles movie was, was someone wrote some like time travel story uh, movie and then like some big wig executive came in and like, hey, you know what would make this story better? If we just added the Ninja Turtles into it and that way it could sell more. And like, I don't, I, that's not, to me, that's not what like tur Turtles are. Like, I want something that's, like, unique. I want something that's, like, that fits them. Like, you know, like, 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 video games, for example. Like, you know, uh, I've been seeing people, like, oh, I want, I want this, like, story-driven, uh, one-player experience with the Ninja Turtles. And, like, I mean, the thing is, like, I think what works with Ninja Turtles and video game-wise is when you have your friends and buddies over and you play it all together... Yeah. Like, that's, like, to me, that's what Ninja Turtles is. And, like, that's why I'm so excited for the new uh, Ninja Turtles game that's coming uh, to Switch and also uh, on PC. Because that's what I expect the Ninja Turtles game to be. I'm hoping that, I know it's not related right now, but I'm hoping that you can play it online with other people. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I do hope we can play it online, too. Like, I know that you can play it locally. I do hope, like, we have, like, both. Um, I will say, like, one of my major complaints about the, the, uh, it was Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan, which is a very fun game. I really enjoyed that game. However, you could not play it locally. You can only play it multi, you can only play it online. 
and which is cool like especially like during the pandemic um period like where oh you can't really meet up with your friends it was cool like to be able to play with each other online but it wasn't cool that like oh if my friends are here oh i have i can't boot it up yeah like you know i'd be like oh well Okay, you want to play this? Hey, by the way, go get your own PlayStation, go get your own game, and go go connect it to your own TV, and we'll meet up online. Yes. Yeah. Now, I mean, and that's the thing. I, I do feel like Ninja Turtle video games, they, like, they really work, they really work more as a multiplayer game. Because every time I think of Ninja Turtles, I think of, oh, everyone's sitting together, everyone, like, playing, uh, playing with each other. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're laughing. Like, I have so many memories of... My friends and I playing, like, especially in college, we play, like, late into the night, uh, like, you know, laughing, making fun of the situation, uh, like, you know, uh, one of them we were playing, like, it was the PlayStation game, and there was a huge bug in it, and that, like, we couldn't fight the boss, and we were, like, just stuck there for, like, ten minutes, and we finally had to, like, reset the game because we couldn't progress anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean... Just, just things like that. They've made uh, single-player Ninja Turtle games, like, in between those. And, honestly, those single-player ones... I mean, now, granted, those single-player ones haven't been... They weren't, like, AAA uh, s- style or anything like that. But those single-player experiences were not as good as the multiplayer. Like, even though the multiplayer had their flaws, but... But the thing is, like, what makes Ninja Turtles, like, Ninja Turtles for me for video games is, like, they're with your friends. And, you know, arguing which, who, who gets to be which turtle. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. all. That's always the fun part. It's like, you know, like, when you, when, uh, when your friends come in and be like, oh, I call Michelangelo. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but yeah, but, but, but going back to, it's just, I, I just, Ninja Turtles to me is like I want it to be its own experience, and I just don't want it to be like you know. And I've heard like you know like oh they want a serious uh, comic book movie like Logan, but with Ninja Turtles in it, and like you know I I I don't think we should just like just hey let's just make something. I mean and like you know I I can't I can't even count how many times I've heard oh let's make a let oh they should make a live action. Uh, Netflix show that's like Daredevil, like is this for for Ninja Turtles? This is like no, let, let Ninja Turtles like I think Ninja Turtles should just be its own thing. I want like I personally I want like where we get to see like some Ninja Turtle thing, and then like people will be like, hey, you know what? This would be cool if it would be cool if we had this, but with X Men or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way I. That's the way I feel. Like, you know, I think... I think this shows his own brand. I don't think... I just don't like it like that. And I understand why people are kind of like that. Because, like, they see something that sees something cool. and But they want, like, their favorite characters to be in it. I understand that. But I would rather... I would rather them to be in their own defining. Yes. You know, what, uh, when you're saying this, that's uh, what, I, uh, what they imagine is that... Uh, it's like two different kind of thinking parents. One of the parents, uh, for example, they see that their neighbor's like kid is going to music class and like have is very successful. Then then he want to push his uh, son or he, or or his daughter to go to music and have the same progress. While the kid is not passionate about music, and 
has her own own thing yeah the other the other parent is like no i like my kid the way uh the way he is even if he doesn't progress anything uh he can be himself you know that i could not have said that any better than that <laughs> honestly yes that is that that was like 100 perfect <laughs> See, that, that, that's why we need you in this podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough about that. Let's get into some Ninja Turtles news. You ready? Yes. Right. So, like I said, not much. The first thing I want to talk about is um, is actually the uh, diorama set. And I just, I see Isaac Rhodes. I just hope that Leather King would defeat the, the Rat King. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Tombstone. But yeah, the... So the first thing I want to talk about is actually the diorama set. This uh, this uh, came out like you know uh, over the weekend. People's been seeing it. Uh, you know the pre-orders was back in September. Uh-huh. All right, there has been this kind of uh, you know uh, like drama to go with it. I will say, uh, and because it, it caught it, it caught people off guard. We addressed this in our review that should be coming out either later this week or sometime next week uh-huh. uh, but we will have a full review on the diorama set but this was the box that my <laughs> diorama set came in i just want to take out the sharpie and start like drawing yeah. ninja turtles on it like, yeah 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 draw draw ninja turtles on yes um, oh right exactly so here's the deal there is no packaging uh for the diorama set and for some people they don't care because they're like, hey, we got the diorama set. We got this all set up for others. And I mean, like, I mean, very vocal others. They are very upset about this. Um, and, um, like, they, because there's nothing there. And people have actually uh, brought out, like, like, the listings for this. And it said that uh, there was, uh, that there was going to be a, uh, packet there's gonna be some packaging for it uh people like someone on twitter responded oh are we gonna have a package and NECA said yes i see over here jose jr says yes he finally received his and he was super bummed it had no artwork i agree uh, you know it was it was very uh disappointing they could have uh, hired me and i would do free art for them <laughs> yes exactly anna would have gladly do free art for them uh, uh isaac really likes the the building city yes uh the, the irama itself is like fantastic i, I love it a lot and like i think this is the this is their NECA's like third diorama set they've done and all three of them look the same but my, this is the best one my only uh like thing that i would change is that i would uh make that channel six pops out yeah no i agree like channel six is kind of in the bill like in the background it would be cool if we had like a 3d yes. thing of it no i i definitely agree uh now all right i just want to add this is like my box my box is like super plain and I've been seeing other people with uh, with this uh, box, and this is this actually came from Twitter user Omar G underscore uh, nineteen seventy nine. His box 
First, it has like red NECA tape on it. Mine didn't even have like anything on it to say NECA on it. It just, it other than the shipping label, there was nothing that said NECA on my box. Like, like my mine was like super like, whoa, whoa, what is this? And then like on the side of it actually has like the description. And like a lot of people have this. I don't even have this. I only had, I only messaged one other person. That actually had like the the I I, I like to call the blank canvas you know, version. I think they were like, oh, this guy is so much into Ninja Turtles. He doesn't need all these things. So <laughs> yeah, he knows yeah, what exactly. yeah. And at first, I thought it was maybe a region thing, uh, because uh, one of our uh, local friends, uh, you know, the um, he because uh, I messaged him actually about it over the weekend. I said, hey, did you get yours? He said, yeah, he got his. And I was like, did yours come like, in a plane? just cardboard box and he showed me his picture and his picture looks like this one where there was actually some like writing on it with like the, really? the, the NECA thing. I don't know like NECA like I I guess okay my theory is because if you see here on the all the way in the bottom over here it says uh this is like number something out of 2041 I think they actually ended up needing to make more than 2041. Maybe like production was like, oh, oh, we need to make a little bit more. Oh. And so they had to like make like, you know, extras. And then they're like, oh, we made extras, but they just didn't bother to print this stuff because like they didn't have, <laughs> I don't know, because they didn't want to write. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, Jose also received it, uh, with the red nugget tape in the description. Yeah. Oh, I, so a lot of people I've seen seeing, Got it with the red NECA tape in the description. I don't, I didn't get the red NECA tape in the description. I got nothing. And actually, when I, before I did my video review of it, like, I actually opened it because, um, uh, I didn't know that it was the actual package. I just thought, like, and I'm just gonna say this, the actual cardboard that contains the actual diorama set is probably the flimsiest, cheapest cardboard they could find. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was it was 100% weird for me. And what was the weird part is because I also got this. I also got the accessory set. The accessory set came with a package with, like, artwork and a UPC label. I know both these are not planned to be in retail at any time. But it's just weird that one of them... <laughs> had a package and then the other one was like nope <laughs> like you know i mean like one is like ne can never hit stores until like they make a, a major update on like yeah <laughs> so it it's really weird uh I, all right i tried to reach out to NECA about this i wanted to see like what was the reasoning uh they have not got back to me uh then like and i think they're avoiding it to be honest i'm going to be honest with you guys uh because i've seen them like talk about uh, like the new Chucky stuff, some more horror figures, and but like suddenly my suddenly like uh my queries have have just got lost in the shuffle for some reason. Uh, so very weird. Uh, you know, let us know. I, I'm I'm curious if you're one of those that got like super passionate about it and like just really upset about it. Um, or if you're just like me, just just think it's weird, but just writing it off and. FYI, like, uh, cause Anna asked me if I was gonna keep the box, and I said yes because I want to put it next to the, um, I told her I'm gonna put it next to the, uh, the other, the, the movie diorama box, just so I can have that comparison, just because I need to, I need to remember this, this day, <laughs> this day. 
<laughs> like we might like draw like a turtle on it or something just so we know that what this like 10 years from now we know why we had this cardboard box in the house um but yeah it's just a really really odd thing one I was day, one day you say this is a story to your grandchildren and they think that you just have Alzheimer's or... Right, exactly! <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna think, because you know what, I guarantee you, like, if they ever, like, do, like, um, do, like, a second release of the diorama set, all of a sudden, like, there's, like, gonna be this, like, beautiful artwork on the on the box and be like hey here you go and and like i'm gonna tell you this right now if that does happen like there's gonna be people who bought the original one just upset and be like wait how come we don't get this and like i mean at the same time what what's NECA supposed to do like mail us an empty box be like hey sorry we didn't get you a box here <laughs> like um and here's some extra tape yeah here's the, yeah here's some extra red tape jason <laughs> because we didn't we didn't tape yours but we taped everyone else's <laughs> extra candy yeah yeah all right, uh, that's everything. Um, that, that's everything that, that we have for uh, NECA for this week. Uh, this week we're gonna go uh, super heavy into uh, Super Seven because you know they, they make Ninja Turtles stuff uh, too. And all right, uh, you, you remember Super Seven, right, honey? Yes. Especially yeah. that we have the bug guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's looking at Baxter right now. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, Super Seven just announced uh, over last weekend that. The Ninja Turtle uh, wave is going to be up on pre-order. So if you missed any of the Ninja Turtle figures that Super 7 was offering, they are you have a, another chance to pre-order that now until uh, until like in the middle of June. Basically, you got four weeks to uh, pre-order these figures. If you haven't pre-ordered a wave five and you want to pre-order both uh, sets. You can't combine that shipping because they're doing because of the way that they're doing it. Um, they're they're uh, shipping out each wave, so you can't actually combine the shipping with any other pre pre-order waves. But yeah, uh, I thought this was a super cool uh, deal, uh, like super cool from them because I know a lot of people, a lot of people who didn't even know about uh, the Raphael uh, when it got released, and then when it start like hitting. I would say like review sites because I can't really say shelves because it's not really going in retail and there's there hasn't been any conventions lately. But when when those been hitting like people are like oh man I really want this because especially since it looks like the Playmates figure they really like the way it is. Uh, they're basically giving everyone everyone a second chance uh, and especially like uh, Leo Leo is uh, already sold out. I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure pre-ordering Mikey and Donnie. Um, like, maybe Donnie you can still pre-order, but, like, I'm pretty sure Mikey sold out just because of, uh, the nature of, like, the Turtles and how popular, uh, they are, but this is your chance if you didn't, if you don't have any of the Turtles, especially, I know a lot of people who only want the Turtles and don't care for any other figures, you get a chance to pre-order all four, and they are at that original $45, uh, price point, which I thought was pretty cool, because... Uh, when that first saw, I was like, oh, like, do they have to pay that extra $10 premium because of, like, the production cost? Uh -huh. But no, it's still the original price of $45. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so. And this, uh, this picture is very cool. Yes, it's a very cool picture. And I was trying to, like, angle it 
so we can have all four turtles like faces on there um like the the full picture is like really cool because like the other three they're actually standing in, in, in pretty cool poses uh-huh. yeah um it's it's uh so yeah if you missed if you missed the turtles because i know a lot of people miss the turtles now uh Raphael and leo are both going to be a uh, variant uh versions of of like the, so they're not gonna so and basically the variant is that the weapons the unpainted weapons is a different shade of color and that's just so you can tell which one's the original release and which one's the the re-release i mean it's something that's there to you know that keep that collector value on those figures and but it's also there that makes it like oh the people who got it don't feel like they missed out on something important mm-hmm. uh now there was today uh Fush, um released an interview with brian flynn who's the founder of super seven and he mentioned that uh since mikey and donnie haven't been released yet more than likely mikey and donnie are not going to be variants that they're going to be the same ones uh-huh. that are uh that are going to be uh like you know that they're making now yeah so which i mean it makes sense because like why would since they're not out yet why why do you need to like already go and make a variant for people that who didn't get it the first time yeah. like yeah um now this wave is going to be released after wave five so first they're going to work on wave five and then they're going to work on this one so like if you order from this one if you order like donatello from this one or michelangelo from this one and then and then you start seeing people who ordered from wave three get their michelangelo you're not going to get your michelangelo until uh the, until this one is uh being made and uh tombstone over here says it's very tempting i understand no I, i'm gonna tell you right now uh, we did a review for Raphael. we plan to do a review on leonardo uh these super seven figures are really good yeah i really enjoy them now that's not everything that they talked about uh today with uh with super seven actually like i said there was a interview uh today with with brian flynn and we get some updates so uh we're gonna just kind of like give you the some of the highlights of of that interview for the uh nin- for when they talked about the ninja turtle stuff i do recommend uh just you know google uh Fush, uh super seven and you'll you should find that interview i do recommend watching that interview especially if you're interested in other uh franchises that they have because they talked about thundercats they talked about transformers they briefly talked about power rangers they talked a lot about disney though like the the disney figures that they're doing yeah yeah so so a lot so a lot of interesting stuff so one thing i want to mention wave three is planning to be uh to be uh shipped on may so right now we're in the month of may (laughs) yes so hopefully by the end of the month uh, they should start. They should be able to start shipping these figures out to people, or it actually gets into their office, and they'll be able to ship it out like June, uh, like around June. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but yeah, but yeah, that's when Wave Three uh, is supposed to be coming. Wave Four will be in August, so that's actually not that far away from like from the waves. Yeah. So so that'd be cool. So like you know. That's just a few months apart in which I felt like, you know, I, I, I can't remember when I ordered these waves, but I felt like forever ago. Uh, the other thing that they also mentioned was 
All right, in wave five, we have the Sewer Samurai Leonardo. Like, you know, that 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 uh, that classic Playmates one. Mm -hmm. They did mention that each wave going forward, we will have some version of a turtle in that wave. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so that probably, that, that means like, you know, we're going to probably see like Space Raphael. We're going to see Undercover Donatello. We're going to see... Sewer Surf and Michelangelo. That'd be We're, very fun. Yeah, it'd be really fun. I mean, I ho I'm hoping like we get some like really wild out there. Like I, I really want like the punk rocker tur turtles. I really like those. If they can make like ones that look like the Toon Turtles, like even even if they can do the Toon Turtles with the uh, actual like action uh, stuff. Like I remember Michelangelo. He uh, you dial had a dial in his back and he would stick out his tongue. Like if they did that, I would I would like laugh. I would I would love it. Uh, that uh, but yeah. So each wave going forward, we will have turtles. So we're gonna so uh, Samurai Leonardo is not our only. Uh, no, I didn't expect that was gonna be our only like uh, variant turtle. But we're gonna start seeing other ones. And like uh, you know, ah uh, uh, yes yeah. Uh, Tombstone is saying Super Surf and Mike Mike. Uh, that's a really fun one. I really want that. Especially, I loved, what I loved about that one was that he came with a crab that you could put on the end of the surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, as a kid, that was like my favorite thing about that figure was he had a crab. I was like, yeah, crab! <laughs> I mean, you, he also had a buzzsaw you could put at the end of the uh, surfboard, but I was like, no, 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 crab! Crab goes to the end of the surfboard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but by the way, totally off topic, uh, but speaking of, like, surf and, like, uh, skateboards and that kind of stuff, uh, Bandai, uh, Bandai SH uh, Figure Arts have really spoiled me on, like, uh, on, like, uh, skateboards, because Anna, for my birthday, got me a, uh, the Co Detective Conan figure, which I love that series, and he has magnets on his uh feet and his uh and his skateboard has like a uh has like a metal in it and so you can actually attach attach him on the skateboard and i was like oh that's so cool and then i got the accessory pack and i put mikey tried to put mikey on this on his skateboard and like he just immediately fall off and i was like i was like oh man come on why couldn't there be magnets in metal <laughs> i love the uh, do you see the emojis that uh, tombstone gave it to, gave to us i love that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so It's a party. Yes, it is a party. So other things that to talk about. I want to briefly talk about April. If you remember, um, they talked about like redoing April because not people not many people were liking uh, like the way that the way that she was looking, uh, especially her head. Oh really? The one that the one that was looking like the movie? Or? No, 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 no. This is Super 7. Oh, Super 7. Super 7. Uh, if you remember, when you first saw it, you, you even said it looked ugly. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, April, we're actually, they're actually uh, giving, a, giving us uh, three heads with April. Uh, one is, like, the one that looks like the original Playmates figure that, you know, looks pretty masculine, to be honest. <laughs> uh, we get a more, like, cartoon-accurate uh, uh, head for her. And we also have another head where she has, she has like a, it looks like, you know how like the news reporters are on the helicopter and they have like the thing like, you know, hey, we're looking at the traffic right here. All right. Uh, looks like, uh, um, like at this uh, road right here, it's all backed up now. 
headset and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headset, headset and everything. Uh, so it looks like she has one of those um, uh, headsets. So that's uh, so so that's uh, pretty cool uh, for April. Uh, Metalhead, which I'm totally excited about. He's gonna come with a separate head too. So he has just a normal like head, like for display purposes and everything. Uh -huh. And then he's also gonna have a translucent head. If you're watching this on YouTube, like right now, you just see the head is all red. It's actually gonna be painted. Uh -huh. uh, it, it will be painted. Uh, but what I love about this is because the original figure uh, had this had had this thing where it had a plastic piece in his head and you shine it up to the light and it would make his like eyes glow. And that's what they're recreating here with this head. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm totally excited for that. Uh, that was like a big thing of Metalhead that I actually really loved and I remembered. And so glad that, uh, so glad they're, they're keeping that, uh, there. Um, something, uh, something that they did mention, because a lot of people have been talking about it, the party wagon. And this is what Brian had to say about the party wagon. He says, they will do the party wagon when they can do the party wagon. Right, like right now, things need to wait. Then that... Um, that's pretty much like all we got on the uh, on the party wagon. So oh, it means that it's harder. Uh, I think there's like some some legal uh, pushback going oh. on. Like I think it's it's just one of those that like hey something's happening right now and it could be because of the thunder tank for the Thundercats. Maybe maybe that's like taking way too long longer for production and they're, maybe they're trying to fi find a another way to do the party wagon uh -huh. and not have it like you know like make it like where they they can get like you know the because when the when the third tank uh came out a lot of people there were there was a lot of pushback because of the price uh -huh. and maybe they're trying to figure out things to do better mm -hmm. that way um but the party wagon needs to wait uh, and the, but um, uh, Tombstone says a uh, nice light piping uh, will be great. Yes, I, I agree with that with Metalhead. 100% I agree with that. Uh, and then, all right, the last thing, the last thing he mentioned I want to talk about is uh, Usagi Ojimbo. If you remember, last time they he talked to uh, Fush, they asked him, hey, is Usagi, uh, is there a chance you guys can do Usagi? And he pretty much said, yes, we definitely have, uh, Usagi is definitely coming. Well, um, there's an update on Usagi. He is on hold. At this current moment, they cannot work on Usagi Ujimbo. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is going to go for NECA too, if NECA had plans uh, to work on Usagi Ujimbo as well uh -huh. uh, for the cartoon. Uh, it's also... It's, yeah, okay, so it's a copyright issue. Okay, if you remember, there's a new Usagi cartoon coming on Netflix. I love all the images that you're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 I see the rabbit and the swords. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Tombstone asked if NECA is ever going to do animated uh, vehicles. NECA said that they're working on the party wagon right now, actually, too. So NECA's working on the on the party wagon. We don't have any updates on that. Yes. So, uh, yes, the license of Usagi, it's, uh, it's more of, it's more of like right now, it's not a license issue. It's a media issue right now. Uh, so on Netflix, they're making a uh, Usagi 
uh, Usagi cartoon uh, calling Usagi uh, Chronicles. It's not going to be about Miyamoto. Usagi is actually going to be about his descendant. Uh-huh. And because of that series, they uh, they're going to have to uh, like any plans that they had with Usagi has to has to be on hold right now. So <sighs> it hasn't been hasn't been canceled, but they can't work on it because basically the basically the people that are the licensor that's in charge of the series is kind of like whoa 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 let's let's not do this right now like, you know they, they basically let's see how the series goes they, they they don't want people to be basically distracted from the series anything that pulls them away from the series they don't want that to happen um now i'm just gonna say this if the series do does really good i guarantee you those uh those media licenses are going to be like, hey, you said you want to work on Usagi, do it, do it, do it, do it and release it and release it by this date. Uh, like, you know, release it by season two uh, when we do this. Uh, if the series doesn't do that well, like, you know, it's probably going to just, um, it's going to be an uh, indefinite thing. Like, but th- that's how the, the things go. They, they, they want to know how this new series is going to go. They just don't want, yeah, yes, it's in, it's in limbo right now. So... Uh, and it's because it is because of the new series. Uh, once, oh, so once once the series comes out, once we once we see how how good it is, and ma- more than likely the the media the uh, whoever's in charge of that series is going to be the one who says, okay, now you can announce it because uh, obviously, like you know, right now the people in charge of the cartoon series they want all the buzz to be about the cartoon series. They don't want any buzz about. Hey, remember Usagi from Ninja Turtles? Um, here's the thing, because that's just going to distract people from the series. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, Usagi's on hold. Uh, kind of a bummer. I understand, because uh, Usagi's one of my favorite characters, but I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'm more excited about the cartoon series that I'm okay with the action figure being on hold. Because we never got a proper, like, Usagi series. He was always a guest star in Ninja Turtles. And pretty much only in Ninja Turtles. Uh, but that is everything that we have uh, for uh, this week. Uh, very Super 7 heavy, I, I will say. Um, and uh, but, but yeah, uh, like I said, uh, be sure to... If you haven't seen that... Um, that interview, uh, be sure to uh, look that look up that interview. Like I said, it's from uh, uh, the Fusha cast. Uh, just just search Fush and Super Seven, and you should be able to find it. Uh, it's uh, it's really interesting, and you get to find out all the other properties. Alrighty, and just as a quick reminder, you can listen to the news live every Tuesday night, six thirty Eastern Standard Time. It is so much fun, and this week was so much fun because we had so many people like come. On. This is like, the most we had in the chat, and it was incredible. Oh, it really was. It uh, was so incredible that we took a picture of it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we took a picture of it. Like, you know, uh, like, because we never seen that many names in the chat before. We're like, yeah, look at that! <laughs> and we had a person from Australia come in? Our first international, you know, uh, technically our first international guest was last week with John. We're from Canada. But... But, I mean... We went from Canada now to Australia. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully to other countries. Right, all right. Let's get into the episode. Alright, this week we're talking about the episode Leatherhead Meets the Rat King. 
which is season three, episode 36. This was directed by Bill Wolf and written by David Wise. This originally aired in November 13th, 1989. Honey, you want to give us a summary as you're oh, cheating? Oh, I, I forgot that it's, uh, uh, I forgot that it was my job to do this summary. Well, who else is the, uh, Do you see a guest here? Do you hear a guest here? Okay, so I know my, uh, my <laughs> summary won't be perfect. Uh, your summaries <laughs> are always perfect. 100% they are perfect. So the episode starts from like uh, a place full of garbage, and uh, and then um, <laughs> I knew that I don't have much to say, but I didn't know that <laughs> I end this soon. Uh, so in this episode, uh, we ha- we see Rat King and uh, and uh, Leatherhead, and uh, it's the fight between the uh, Rat King and Leatherhead all the time that. Um, uh, and that they are fighting together, and um, uh, Rat King uh, get the letter her as a, a slave, and then um, so the the whole story is the the fight between these two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a fight between those two. I think that's all I have. That's all you have. All right. All right. All right. That's good enough. <laughs> yes. Lava King and, uh, and right, Rat because King. We, because we don't have any other like. Enemies, it's just uh, it's these two guys, and of course, like the turtles always want to come in the middle and like save and everything. Right. Well, yeah, that's this. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what happens. This is actually what at Toys FTA uh, had to say about this episode. He says this episode was ex- exceptional in that it focused on two ba- bad guys fighting each other instead of the turtles who are basically reduced to guest actors in their own cartoon, and also showcase how incredibly strong Rat King actually was, and it was pretty funny, of course. Uh, I do agree with that, and that's something I want to bring up. Who is this guy? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, one of our Twitter, uh, followers, his name is AtToysFTA. Oh, I wish I could, uh, cheat that and say that that's my summary. (laughs) Uh, that is something I do want to bring up. Um, so... This is a rare, this is one of the rare Ninja Turtle episodes where there's a B story. And the turtles are in the B story. Like, because our main focus is actually on Leatherhead and Wrecking. Yes, yeah, so the, I'm not so off on this. No, 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 you're, you're not off. I'm feeling more confident. Yeah, you should. Uh, you, uh, you definitely should. And let's go ahead and read what Old Man Winters had to say, because oh, I know I he read. says... He always say awesome stuff. I can't. Wait. He does, and he, I know uh, he also had pretty much the same thing uh, that at toys and you uh, had to say about it. Uh, he says, "I love the dynamic between the two villains. They make such uh, good rivals, uh, which is something the show hasn't really seen since Shredder and Krang in seasons uh, one through two. Eventually, the two will learn to team up." But the idea of the team and T uh, being caught in the middle of someone else's feud uh, feels like the plot right out of a Mirage comics. Also, poor uh, Leatherhead, uh, just assuming he'll immediately find uh, the turtles in the New York series is uh, hilarious. Alright, so let's uh, go ahead and start uh, breaking down this episode. I just wish we had uh, your friend Steven to, to tell us, I guarantee. Oh, you know what? Okay. I will say, he did message me because he found out we are doing this episode. Uh-huh. He messaged me with, 
Cole, let me show you. All I was thinking was a Steven. <laughs> oh, I got a D. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Our friend Pirate Steven uh, messaged us with just two words, I guarantee. Oh, can you, can, can you call him now? You want me to call him now? Yes. <laughs> Don't just tell him that we are in the middle of the podcast and we can't pass this section without I guarantee. Uh, I'll call him after the podcast. You're not a risk taker. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. Uh, no, oh, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll message him. Hold on. I will. Can you send the voice message? I, 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 say, I send my message. Sure. Hold on. Hey, Steven. Uh, so we are recording the episode uh, like from the podcast and I don't let to pass through uh, this part without a guarantee from you. We just cannot do it. Just send us a go- <laughs> voice message of I guarantee. Please. Was it good? It was great. <laughs> we will see if he uh, sends us a message or not. Honestly, I should have had you do it, do it on your phone because you, you also have an iPhone and he has an iPhone. Oh. <laughs> so probably go ahead and connect it better. <laughs> I guarantee. All right. All right. Let, let's, start, uh, let's start breaking down the episode here. In this episode, uh, we start with the turtles and they're in like a garbage dump, which they call a waste uh, disposal. And like... It is funny, like, we start with the turtles, but as we mentioned before, like, they're, they're the B-plot. Like, uh, like, you know, the, like, everything that they're doing here is so secondary to the actual main uh, plot of the episode. Yes. Yeah, and it is kind of odd that, like, I mean, well, it's not odd that we start with them, but, uh, it's odd that it starts with the B-plot of the of the show. Yes, I agree. Right. And so, we have the turtles, they're going in there, uh, we're seeing them, like, do this fight, and then all of a sudden, we see Shredder, Rocksteady, Bebop, and Krang. I want to add that Rocksteady has a mustache on his face. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, alright. So, they go and attack, and we find out, like, you know, these are just cardboard stands <laughs> of like the main villains and this episode actually is one of those rare episodes where it does not feature uh shredder in it yes right now something i do want to mention is we, ha- we had a cardboard of him but we didn't have yeah yeah we had a cardboard of him we had a carpet him and a cardboard crane i want to add like the cardboard oh, crane I... looks so awful <laughs> like so I think they put the mustache for the Bebop and Rocksteady. Rocks, just Rocksteady has the has the mustache, not, not Bebop. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. To make it fun that it's not real. So. Right, right. I want to add this about... All right. So, uh, but I want to say it was two years ago. NECA, like, re-released the the Turtles for, like, the second time at Target. But this time, uh, they, they changed the shade of the color to a lighter green. And the the turtles they came with uh, stands like uh, Leo and Donnie came with Bebop I believe and Raphael and Michelangelo came with Rock City with the mustache <laughs> and like those 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 stands actually came from this episode. Oh cool! 
Right. Yeah. No, I thought I thought it was a really cool thing. I don't I don't own them because I already had the turtle set and I didn't I didn't want to especially with how hard it is to find NECA figures. I didn't want to buy another one just because it was a different shade of color. Yes. Now, I am going to say this. I just recently found out, recently found out, that not only did these figures come with those stands, they also came with these, like, uh, these, like, paper accessories that were, like, incredible, like, which, I like, made me jealous. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I do. Maybe I did want this. Uh, like, uh, Leo and Donnie, they came, they came with a uh, ransom note uh, from the big uh, cufflink caper, which is, like, one of my favorite episodes growing up. When we get to that episode, like, I'll explain everything about that episode <laughs> and, like, why I watched it so many times. Uh, but they had a ransom note from there. Uh, they, Donnie had the also uh, the blueprints of the turtle blimp. I knew about that. I just didn't know about the ransom note. Uh, and and then like uh, Mikey, Mikey and Raph, they came with uh, like three comics. Two of them were Bugman. I forget what the third one was. I forget what the third comic was. And they also came with the the sign, uh, the flyer from uh, Pizza by the Shred, which was supposed to come. With the Turtles diorama set, because NECA showed those flyers in the prototype, but then the final product did not come with those flyers. <laughs> like, and, and the, the flyers had, like, the the slash marks from Shredder, because if you remember in that episode, he took those flyers and he threw them in the air and he, uh, and he slashed it and they all went to the sewer and they're like, oh, free pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... That was cool, Neca. I, I, I honestly, if I knew that like these five cent worth of pa- papers were in these figures, I might have like gone and like try to hunt these down and and buy them. Now I will say, at J Knight seventy five did an incredible thing, and he emailed me a high resolution file of the scans of those items. So soon I will print them off. Oh, cool. Yeah, and which was incredible, and thank you so much. And if you're listening to podcasts and if you want uh, these scans, I will share them with you. He gave me permission to share these oh, cool. um, with with people. So if you're listening, you want these uh, scans to print off yourself, uh, just uh, you know, email us at Turtle Recall po- Podcast or tweet at us, and I will make sure that you guys get uh, the, the scans as well. Uh, because actually when he told me about this, the first thing I was trying to do was just Try to see if did anyone like make print files of these so I can like print them myself. <laughs> so uh, I will be making these for my figures. All right, going back to the episode because we went on a long wild tangent. Uh, but do you know why I didn't see uh, Rocksteady? Rocksteady's mustache. Mustache. Why not? Because I was paying attention to Splinter. So like I wrote. I've been to cut weight. And his dress is uh, a little too short. <laughs> so somehow Splinter got like you know he he got his winter weight on, and like uh, and, and like and then he didn't get his uh, summer body in time, and so like so now his like his skirt is too short now. Yes. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, dude, Splinter, Splinter sees this. He notices that only Leo and Donnie is taking this seriously while Mikey and Raph are kind of goofing off. And so he was like, all right, 
I want you two to team up against you two and, uh, you know, do the, do the training. And he basically, he basically, it boils down to like, like a classic game of King of the Mountain or Capture the Flag, whichever you want to call it, where basically they have to go and like take each other's like trash heap. Uh, so that, uh, that's what it came down to. So after that scene, we get into a ship, like, you know, one of those delivery trucks. While we have, like, this, I don't know, young 20, 20s or maybe teenager kind of guy. I mean, he sounds like he's supposed to be, like, really young. Going in and, like, be like, oh, we got alligator shoes, alligator handbags. Like, everything is, like, made out of alligator skin <laughs> from this uh, delivery. And, of course, one of them is uh, Leatherhead himself. So we can only assume this delivery came from Florida. <laughs> and uh, Leatherhead just, like, traveled in this, like, shipping uh, truck. Uh, and he had those, like, uh... The crawfish, the, the yeah, the, the lobsters. Lobsters. And yeah, right. He always had those, or it's just in this... No, 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 he always had those. If you remember, that's what he used to, uh, to put on the frog's uh, hands to capture them. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, this is what Michael Atkins uh, had to write. He wrote soundbite time because the clerk does say the full Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, name. Oh. Yeah. And guess what, Michael? We have a soundbite. We're playing it right now. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anna can't hear it because we have to do it in post. <laughs> we still have not attached a speaker in our new studio setup. <laughs> but we do have a soundbite. Uh, and I want to thank, uh, I wanna thank uh, my friend uh, Chris. Uh, Chris uh, did this for us. Be sure to uh, check out his uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, Geek Done Right. And like, you write done like his last name, D U. N N and then write as in R R Y T E. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check. But uh, he, he is is one of our fun, talented friends. Yes. Yes. And he uh and he created the soundbite for us. So thank you so much. Uh, but but yeah. So basically, Leatherhead traveled all the way to New York to go to the sewers so he can find the turtles. I guess. He was so mad at them from the last time he saw them that he was like, all right, fine. You come to my home, this time I'm coming to your home. He was like, first I got to find your home. So where, where was he before? He was, um... He was in, he was in the uh, Florida swamps before. Oh. oh, oh, yes, yes. So from the Florida to New York. Yes. He moved. Oh. Yes, yes. From, from, from Florida to New York, um, he moved. And I... Over here. So what was the Louis Louisiana doing in the middle? Your friend is just from the Louisiana. Well, yes, my friend is from Louisiana, but also Leatherhead yeah. has a Louisiana accent, accent. Oh. for some reason, and we've determined, we have determined what happened was because the person, because the first human that Leatherhead met when he mutated was that that guy from Louisiana and his son. 
And we've determined that Leather, after Leatherhead became a mutant, he went and ate that guy, oh, took no. his clothes, and like absorbed his accents. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's from Florida. But for some reason, he, he taught. And in this episode, a lot of French from him. A lot of French is taught. Because, uh, because, uh, uh, Louisiana is like a French province, so you still have like some people's like phrases. Oh, really? And this, yeah, and just like this dirty French kind of uh, way. Oh. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, so Leatherhead at least like has some French phrases that like he learned from the bio, and we just don't know when he had time to go to the bio. <laughs> <laughs> I love his accent. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, all right. I want to get. I want to get this art, but. By the time, by over here, he does say his catchphrase for the first time, which is... I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> I counted how many times he says it in this episode. He says it five times in this episode. I just want to, I just want to note if, this. If Steven send us the... Um, if he sends us the voicemail, we're going to make sure, like... Every time we, we, we want to say that word, we use that. Yes, yes. Every time, we, every time we want to say that, we'll put Steven's voice. <laughs> I guarantee. If he doesn't put copyright on it. <laughs> exactly, if he doesn't copyright it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just want to like kind of add this about uh, about this catchphrase. Like, he says it five times in one episode. That would be like, you know, because Michelangelo has like cowabunga. Yeah. That would be like Michelangelo says cowabunga five times in one episode. Like, I mean... It would be it, annoying. Yeah, it would be annoying. And, like, I mean, I don't know. It works with Leatherhead, I'll be honest. But it is, like, kind of, like, he says it a lot. Like, like I it really... That, that because they want to, uh, for the kids to accept this character. And We're... it's kind of, like, uh, the signature of this character. Right, right. So, at this point, he, uh, Leatherhead went into the sewer. And... And uh, I want to... So oh. I want to tell like how he went into Oh yeah 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 please please tell us I just felt like it was so cool the way he moved the sewer's lid he uh-huh. just like um kicked it and the sewer lid like uh like kind of flipped lit. up fl- yeah flipped up Yes Yeah I-, I love that uh how they animated this because uh, all the characters just Movie, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You should just like it. pick it up. Like, it's something so boring. Yeah. He, no, no, he goes in there, he puts some like leatherhead flair into it. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, uh, I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you there. And, and then but, we are in the sewer, yeah, we're in the sewer, and he meets Rat King. Like, they basically, he but ba- before that, but before he sees the Rat, rat King. Um, after he, um, the, the water flush him in, in his face and then, um, he, uh, he opened one of the things in the, uh, in the sewers and the, then we see the metro. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We see the, the subway. I completely forgot about that. Yes. The, the train. It's funny because I never thought that, um, like, so the turtles are in danger. Turtles are always in danger. <laughs> <laughs> They were in danger, like, uh, because, like, I thought that they are living in a, like, a peaceful sewers, but anytime, like, they might be... There, there might accident. be a train, yeah. There, honestly, it could be, I mean, the, the, the subway train should be above, like, their living area. But so, still, the, even when they sleep, they can, they can... Oh, 
the Mitchell <laughs> so much. I'm sure when Splinter found like the place to live, like he 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 made sure it was like not near like the 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 metro like you know because not all the sewers are like underneath the subway cars because one of my friends uh her house was uh close to the metro station uh-huh in in tehran and oh i'm so sorry and every time like the train was uh it go like it's it, like the it's, house uh shakes yes like yeah it's good. Uh, i had uh so uh i actually had a friend uh her uh her place it was super cheap because her her place was right next to the train yard, or like the train tracks, and like every every night, like we like spend the night like uh, over there, like the like the train would go and like the whole apartment would like just shake, <laughs> and like oh my god, and like, and like how do you? She was like, oh, I, I'm used to it now. I'm like, you, how do you get used to this? This is not something I don't get used to. All right, so. So yeah, Leatherhead and Racking, they meet up, because, you know, that's the title of the episode. They meet each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it basically dra- dra- go- boils down to, hey, do you know do you know where the uh, turtles are? He was like, no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you, and then that's how uh, that's how it goes. So, like, I'm gonna go ahead and capture you. And uh, Racking starts throwing his grenades, which they make sure every time that he throws one of these grenades, they have they say the word, oh, it's a soda pop grenade. I want to know what kind of soda that this guy has that is so explosive. Yes, explosive. I mean, this I is I think about- they just want to they- make it kid-friendly. They want to make it kid-friendly because, like, you know, Rat King also came with, like, these grenades a- as a toy. And so, like, you know, they didn't want to, they don't want to be like, oh, kids, here's some grenades. Like, you know, it's like, oh, oh, no, no, kids. These are just soda. soda. This is like fizz and poo. Like, you know, it's not dangerous. I think they did their best to make this episode friendly, but like, but it was not. It was like so many violent (laughs) stuff. Uh, Are you saying that this, this, this episode is too violent for our child to watch? watch it but as, as a mom i was not happy i understand that completely so uh the next the next uh part we see that uh we are in the uh, trash area again right the and waste disposal yes waste disposal and then uh we see that um like they um they present the turtles with uh each of them with something like um, because Donatello says, uh, oh, Leonardo, the, the strategy doesn't work anymore. Um, and these days you have to use science? Yes, yeah, he said something like that. He, he was like, oh, we gotta do science because he had that garbage launcher thing. Yes, and then uh, Raph was like, oh, I'm gonna beat up and everything. Right. But you didn't get anything from Michelangelo. No, because Mikey did not care. Mikey was just, <laughs> Mikey was like being lazy at all. In this episode, he actually says, like, probably, like, one of the most, like, peaceful lines that, like, I mean, really could have, like, they could have put Greg Sipes in there, and it would, like, it, it would have matched it perfectly with his Michelangelo. He was like, no, like, uh, we should all, like, we shouldn't be all about fighting. We should be all about pizza. <laughs> and, like, like, I, I, to me, personally, I'm, I do wonder, 
I because uh you know we've talked to Greg Sipes. He grew up with Ninja Turtles. He always like found them, uh you know like uh, Zen and everything. And he and because he told us like he related to Mikey the most. I really wonder if like this part of the show like this is like what resonated him the most and be like hey that is me because i mean that like if you guys have not met greg sipes and you guys don't know greg sipes was the voice of michelangelo in the 2012 series but like he is one of the most like zen and peaceful characters like if you if you watch teen titans and like you see how like beast boy is that is Greg Sipes in his real life. <laughs> I mean, he is exactly like like that. Like even uh, he even was Iron Fist in one of the Spider-Man cartoons, and he, that is exactly like who he is. Like, oh, I would I would love if we could have Greg Sipes one day in, uh, oh, on, on the podcast. Oh, I would love to have Greg Sipes in the podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know. Uh, we do have his contact information. I can, I'll, 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 I'll see what I can do. Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> um. So, um, oh, this is not about this episode, but I just wanted to. It just uh, crossed my mind today that uh, if you if if you want to know how my character like, um, like changed during the last uh, few years, uh, I don't know. It's just because. Of, because I grow up, or it's because like like uh, I came from Iran to America. I don't know what whatever. But if you remember when I first came, I was uh, more like, oh, I like Raf. Right. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Yeah. And now I'm all about Mikey. Yeah, you're one hundred percent about Mikey. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you you found your peaceful side. Yes. <laughs> all right. So. So, you know, we, I, I know we skipped Channel 6. We completely skipped Channel 6. Um, <laughs> and, like, and I feel bad because in my notes, I finally wrote about Channel 6 about this, about right here. And that is, uh, like, in between this time, like, April is, like, doing a news story about, like, all this, like, rat poison being stolen. And, like, Burns is like, oh, go, uh, go do it. And he was like, oh, bring Vernon with you. And so she brought Vernon with them, with her, which makes sense because you know that usually when they're on assignment, they those two usually go together. Yes. We still don't know what exactly Vernon does. We just know he wants to be the star reporter. I mean, at this point, I really just don't even know why because I because sometimes he's April's boss, sometimes he's not, sometimes he's behind the camera. Uh, but here's the thing, we. We know what Irma is. Irma is the secretary. Yes. They've made it clear that she is the secretary. Yes. Why is Irma on the field with April and and Vernon? <laughs> I know, like, what news crew's like, oh, you know what? Let's send our office secretary also with you guys to, I don't know, take phone calls? Like, who's going to be managing the phone? Like, like it's, it's just a... It's just a very good example of all those professional, n- not professional companies that yeah. they don't have like a specific role for anyone. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. You would think like it, if this was like a, I mean, this is a, well, this is a local news station. Okay. It is a local news station. But if this was a small local news station, if this was like, you know, if this was like channel 57, where like 
their their broadcast signal is very low. Like, and they only get like you know like one one or two cities. Then I could understand like you know they're probably not that fully staffed. But this is Channel Six, baby. Channel Six, like the the if it's bo- if it's above the the if the channel's above thirteen. I mean, that means that you are in the uh, VHF range or UF. I think it's VHF. Uh, um, but, you like, if you're above the 13 channels, that means that you are broadcasting in so many TVs. Because after 13, it's like, okay, you're that's when you have to use that other signal. And that's where it's like, oh, we can't go as far. Because you're in the other signal. And I am now teaching these people about broadcasts back in, like, the 70s and 80s, which they probably didn't realize. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure most of these people who are listening to this uh, podcast does not did not know that, uh, that TVs had two dials, one for, like, the first 13 channels and one for, like, the uh, 14 to 69 channels. Oh, I, I didn't. I know, because I am old. <laughs> You're not old. You're never old. Okay, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not old. I just. I've been around longer. That's what I should say. But so, yeah. Irma's with them too. At this point, Rat King has Leatherhead captured. He like you know Leatherhead has like this like his chained up um to the wall with the collar on him and then. We... No, for example, one of the things that I didn't like was that collared collared collar. What the co- the collar. Collar on his neck. Uh huh. You, you felt bad for for Leatherhead. Did you forget like Leatherhead like like pretty much did the same thing to like the frogs like a few episodes ago. Yes, but uh, he didn't put it on his neck on their neck. No, no, he didn't put it on their neck. But they just had the lobsters on their hands. Yes, I don't know. I don't know because on the neck he's like very. Anna just does not like animal cruelty, and she <laughs> felt bad. Like, look, here, here's the thing. Because they even it, put it on April later. Yeah. Yes, yes, they do. They, they do. Here's the thing. Even if you're a bad guy trying to take over the world, <laughs> if if someone's being cruel to you, Aunt Anna will defend you. Like, she'll be like, oh, no, no, that that's not right. Don't be doing that. So, at this point, we find out that Rat King has been stealing the poison. And... I this is like I don't know for me when I when they when we get to this reveal I was kind of like you're still in rat poison don't you know that like you control rats there's another thing why rat king cannot decide that he wants to be a good guy or he wants to be a bad guy right rat king is kind of like yeah yeah because like he keeps popping up it's like it is like okay rat king's like really in it for rat king he's like teenagers one day he decide to be <laughs> yeah no 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 you're right one day he's, gonna do... he's like yeah so this episode rat king's a bad guy i mean you know but we've seen rat king help the turtles before yes before yeah. he was an okay person yeah okay he was an okay person all i mean he captured april but like, he was like okay no we're good He's creepy. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> it's all right. You're okay, not to like rat, not to like Rat King. Uh, but but yeah. So we find out Rat King has poison. We find out that he is. <laughs> one day, one day, tell the story of that rat in our old house. I will one day tell. 
uh, now I'm thinking you, uh, maybe it was all about Rat King or something. It could be. I'm going to save that story for another day. I, we're going <laughs> to... Like, I will save that story, okay? Uh, I mean, long, like, long story short about the rat in our, in our previous house, this, this, this rat was like, like... It's a unique story. It, make... Yeah, it's a very unique story, and we, like, to this day, we don't know where the whereabouts of this rat is, like, but... He's not <laughs> like it, it's. It w- don't don't tell the story. Okay, I won't tell the story. All right, but I'm just saying we just don't know the whereabouts of him. All right, so as I said, like we find out, like Rat King, he has a rat poison, and he was like, oh, I'm gonna uh, combine these chemicals, and it's going to make me control everyone who's not a who's who's not a rat, like they are rats, like and, and like in a. I believe he said it only affects, like, humans. Because he was mentioning that it wasn't going to affect Leatherhead. Racking had the soda pop grenades or soda pop bomb. Uh, I can't remember which one they, it was called. Yes. And then uh, I really like when, uh, ra- uh, when uh, Leatherhead says that, Oh, I'm going to crush these silly things. And then, uh, <laughs> then he crushed it and they just explode. And he said, Oh, but... They're gonna crush back. <laughs> that was a good, very cartoony. <laughs> oh, line. I really love it. No, no, no. I actually, I actually, I really like that too. Uh, uh, I, I did like that. Uh, but yeah. So this is what. So this is what uh, Michael Atkins actually had to write about um, our new Rat King, the chemist. He said, um, uh, he basically says like, you know, what kind of chemist uh, is he? It, um, it. Is someone flushing high-level uh, chem textbooks or or what? And I do want to like add this: when Rat King is like mixing up the chemicals to the rat poison, he does that that classic cartoon thing of like, okay, let me pour everything from this um, beaker, and then and then once it's empty, he's like, okay, I'm gonna throw that in there too. Uh, and yeah, uh, later on we kind of find out. Racking is not really much of a chemist. He didn't know what he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, but we'll get into that later. I, but I, I I did like that. I did like that like little surprise twist. Yes. We had over there. Uh, so so like you know, uh, basically Racking just leaves Leatherhead like chained up to the wall at this point. We go back to April Vernon and Irma and like basically April has like now became a detective in this episode um she first picks up uh like a exploded uh soda pop bomb yeah and she was like oh this is for the rat king i'm like like, how do you know yeah exactly how do you know and then like you know then later she was like oh here's a piece of piece of cloth this definitely came from the from the rat king i'm like really really you recognize that i mean i'll 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 be honest like if if one of your like dresses like tore and just like fell on the floor I would be like, uh, like you know. If she, uh, if she just like smell it, then it would, she would be completely a detective. Right, exactly. Detective April. Detective April. We that should be our spinoff series, Detective April. You know, we can have a theme song and everything. Detective April. Detective April. And you know, it's like Channel Six. Yeah! <laughs> Love the theme song. Of, the of course! Song. I wrote... Uh, it took me a long time to write that. Uh, so, so alright. We go back and, into... And Vernon is a 
coward. He is New York savior. Yes, is a coward. <laughs> I mean, throughout this whole episode, like Irma, like basically makes fun of Vernon, and like he, she was like, oh, well, we need you because we need a rat, and like, yeah, I mean, she just like insults him the whole way through. And I, you know, I think this is why like April like brought. Irma like with her I think I think Burn Burn Thompson didn't actually assign Irma here I think April was like no I need you to uh I need you to come so I can have like sanity with this with this guy and you can just keep making fun of make fun of him now here's like one of my pet peeves of like and because this happens a lot in movies and tv shows so we're we're back with like Leatherhead he's you know chained to the wall he, like, Racking's not there anymore. He's, like, you know, he went and to steal more poison or steal more chemicals. And then there's a table. And what's on the table? What was it? A key. Ah, uh-uh, yes. I mean, and this is, like, it's, it's such the cliche thing. Yes, that they put it just in front of you. They put it just in front of Like, why? Like, 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 okay, the sensible thing would be, oh, a key to that that makes the prisoner escape? Let me take this with me. It's not like Racking is like in the corner asleep. He left the room. Like, why would you leave the key there? Like, I like, because they because they don't want to make a new plot about how they uh, yeah. go and find the key. Right, exactly. Or escape. Y- yeah, you know, it, it it's something that annoys me. Uh, and it happens in so many TV shows and movies, like especially like. When it's like a a prisoner, uh, kind of like you know, kind of thing like when they're in jail or something like that, and all of a sudden like like oh the key's right there. Let me get let me like you know get the stick and like go reach for it and then like get myself to break out of jail. When I was in college, I remember we had uh, we had a course for writing. Yeah. Writing like the script and everything, and I was not good at it. Now I'm just thinking. What if I, if I had you those days, I would be so much more successful. Of course, because I'd be the one, no, don't do that. This is awful. This is awful, why would you do that? Alright, let's get back into Turtles. We've like gone through all this and then like, you know, we forgot that the Turtles even exist. Exist. Right. Uh, So, at this point, you know, they're still doing their Capture the the Flag game. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Leatherhead. Yeah, teen. Yes, teenage. Yes, I do. I would say, How about how about mute? Uh, adult mutant gator. Uh, adult mutant gator. Gator with rat royalty. I think. Adult. Can, can you say it again? Adult mutant gator rat royalty. Adult mutant rat. Uh, gator rat royalty. No, adult mutant uh, gator guarantee head. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. Going back to the, you know, the real title of the show, Ninja Turtles. It's funny because, like, there's a character who actually says the full title of the, sh- of the actual show um, in the beginning. Uh, so, at this point... The, you know, three of the turtles, they're playing hard with this whole Capture the Flag, King of the Mountain game. Mm-hmm. And then there's Mikey, who's like, yeah, screw it. Uh, like, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do any of this. And and then, like, there's a pizza delivery guy. 
in like the waste disposal area. Like how the heck did he know where exactly to go to deliver the pizza? Like did like did like Mikey like first I want to know how Mikey called him up because uh, um <laughs> every week uh, every week we are ordering food food delivery and it failed and we have to go and get it ourselves. Yeah, yes, yes. Every week we've been like trying to go order food delivery every and it's been failing and we've been like going like picking it up ourselves. It's like, oh my god, it's so frustrating. And like Mikey can go like, in the late 80s <laughs> can get a pizza delivery guy where GPS and cell phones were not a thing back then. Uh, to, to, to go ex his exact location in the waste dump. Like, did, like, Mikey, like, you know, just call him up and, like, I, I guess through the turtle comm, I guess? If I had to guess, like, you know, maybe Donnie has, like, a way for the turtle comm to call, like, normal phones. Um, and he, and he, like, hey, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, like, you come to the waste dump. Don't worry, you'll, you'll see us. It's four giant turtles throwing chat trash at each other i'm pretty sure you won't miss us and like you know he like you know so he gets he gets he gets pizza and like you know this annoys raf because Raph, like you know like as raf is there and then he he sees leo and donnie and they're like ha 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 we got you guys and now here's where raf he just kind of like jumps in the air and like donnie like uses his like trash cannon on him like and it, it, it's weird too because donnie puts like a bag of trash into the into the cannon mm -hmm. and then when it shoots out it just shoots out just like piles and piles of garbage and like the, the bag is like gone <laughs> like i mean it like you know and it, it, it's it's a looping animation oh uh, but like the thing is like well raf is like jumping in the air and he's getting like pelted by this garbage he says, like, he was like, oh, um, I thought this was going to be a fair fight. And here's the deal, Ninja Turtles. Writers, you missed the perfect opportunity to write, oh, now you're fighting dirty. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay, okay, so there's a phrase in, there's a phrase in English, like, you know, it's like, oh, you're fighting dirty, which means, like, you know, you're, you're not fighting fair. Uh-huh. And Raph, the... One, you would expect him to say this kind of, like, this ironic, like, iconic, like, line. Yes. To, like, in the most perfect opportunity and cheesy place to say it. <laughs> and he doesn't say it. He just says, oh, you're not fighting fair. Like, oh, I thought this was going to be a fair fight. And uh, I'm like, wait, wait, you had the perfect opportunity to go with the, like, you know, fighting dirty joke. It was right there in front of you guys. And, and the writers, like, missed it. David Wise, who's sadly not with us anymore. But David Wise, how did you miss this? Oh, <laughs> uh, like, no. Yes, the, the writer in this episode was different, right? No, it, it, this is like, uh, uh, David Wise, like, wrote a majority of these episodes. Oh. He, he, he definitely wrote a majority of these episodes. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm just disappointed. Uh, you know, you it was right there. It was right in the car, you know. I mean... Rob Paulson, how come you didn't fight? Like, you know, Rob Paulson should have fought for like, hey, let me say this line. Come on, guys, it, it, it's the perfect opportunity. I would have fought for the. I you, I would have, I would have helped them fight for this line. I just don't understand why they didn't. But well, how Raph is getting pelted by the garbage. Mikey's trying to eat his pizza, and then what happens when he's eating the pizza? Oh, the they throw the trash on his pizza, and he get mad. 
That's right. But this is the only thing that can make the Mikey mad. This is the only thing that can make Mikey mad. And uh, Old Man Winters actually had something. It's kind. Of, this part kind of sounds like you. <laughs> you're a you're a happy person. The only thing can make you not like happy is when they put like something extra in your food that <laughs> right <laughs> that you don't like or yeah. put too much topping on your pizza. Yeah. Uh, but he but uh, Old Man Winters uh, does say like. Uh, what's worth uh, the demonstration of each turtle personality factor since his battle strategies because he mentions that Leo has tactics, Donnie has tech, Raph has tenacity, and Mikey has that tears it. <laughs> and I mean, and this is like Mikey like goes in, he jumps up. I mean, he oh, I love it. He said, he said, party poopers. Yeah, he says, party poopers. He calls them pepperoni pirates. <laughs> He destroys Donatello's cannon, just like completely like decimates it, and uh, and then he shouts pizza wreckers as he takes Donnie's and or Leonardo's flag, and this is how their their uh, B plot story ends, like uh like in, it was a little little bit halfway through the episode, but like now. Now that this is over, now we have the turtles actually joining in the actual main plot of the show. Yes. And here is where uh, April, she calls Donatello because at this point, like, Rat King, like, captured her, Vernon, and Irma. So, uh, Rat King uh, captured uh, uh, Irma. Yeah. And then uh, he was uh, carrying Irma on his shoulder the same way that he... He carries April? Yes, or like, uh, sure, they're always like... Uh, right, 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 right. The whole, like, over-the-shoulder, like... And something that was bothering me, like, everyone was not yelling or something. He was quiet, but he was keep, like, uh, hitting the Rat King. You know, maybe Irma was probably happy because a man was carrying her? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, she shouldn't be because it's like, you know, someone capturing her. But no, I... I I know what you mean. Like, uh, like for some reason, Jennifer Darling is not like screaming while, uh, while like uh, uh, Rat King is like uh, yes. carrying her, and like we're we're seeing animation of her like hitting and struggling. But all right, here we have like April. She's like she's like Contanta. She's being all like quiet and everything, and like in like earshot of like Rat King, and I give. As much as, like, I yelled at the writers, like, earlier for not putting, like, a, like, a fighting dirty joke, uh, I gave the writers this, like, they actually made it, like, you know, Wrecking's like, hey, I'm not stupid, I can hear you trying to talk to the turtles, and he grabs the communicator. Now, at this point, alright, so, this is how April's, like, communicator works. It's, like, you know, it's, it's that clamshell kind of thing, looks like a compact mirror, you open it up. The bottom part is like all the, is all like the dials and buttons and everything. Yeah. You know, make it look like a phone, uh, because you know that's like you know this is also the late '80s. They don't know what, they they didn't realize what technology can improve. And then the top part is the screen. Yes. When Rack King takes it, he takes it upside down, and because all of a sudden, like in the bottom part is the screen, and then the top part is all the, the number pads and everything. Mm-hmm. However. 
When he's looking at Donatello... The screen is correct. Yeah, the screen is correct. And so, but even though the communicator's upside down, it's almost like Donatello figured out the same technology that your iPhone has. <laughs> when you turned the phone upside down, it was like, oh, hold on, wait, let me adjust it to the way that you're trying to see it as. Like, I mean, I know this is an animation mistake, but seriously, if Dante was able to, like, make that technology back then, he'd be, like, swimming in money right now. So, you know, Wrecking has, Wrecking has, like, a... He probably had a, like, an Apple uh, sign with a, with a belt. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, we, we would have had a, uh, uh, like, the Apple sign and it had a belt on it with the D yes. in the middle. Yes, that would be, oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. So, so you know, right right now, basically at this point, uh, Rat King has uh, Vernon and Irma captured. He put them with the w with the rat poison, while while April while April escaped. Uh, you know, he was like, "Oh, but, I'm gonna uh, turn you into you, zombies." You you talk about all these. Uh, I, I want to say. This, oh yeah yeah this, go ahead, go ahead sorry. Because we talked about the phone. Uh, so Rat King says to Tertius. If you don't find me very quick, quick, you don't find her. Uh, he said, uh, if you don't find me very quick, quick, you don't find her ever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah he says that, and then he puts the communicator on the ground and crushes it. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Yeah, no, 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 it was a good line. There's a lot of good lines in this episode. Yes, yes. Right. Uh, no, but yeah. So I was saying, like you know, uh, like. Like Vernon and Irma, they're they're being like you know they're being with the thing he uh, and Racking basically tells him, oh you have ten minutes and you're gonna turn into zombies. We get to a point with Leatherhead and he's like rolling on the floor at this point like with all the rats yeah. on him and this was a bad looping animation like a very bad like you know how like sometimes you see you know sometimes you see like those gifs. And, like, the way they cut the GIF is, like, like where it resets. Uh-huh. That's how this looping animation was. <laughs> where, like, like, you know, like, you see, you see, like, you know, like, oh, here's, like, here's the image. Here's it, like, you know, uh, going. And then after it finishes, it resets to the beginning. And then you see it again. Like, you know, like, they, they didn't, like, have them rock back and forth. Instead, and, like, so they can have a continuous motion. Yeah. And instead, he goes to one side and then just abruptly cuts and go, it goes, and like, you know, and then he starts it over again. It was very jarring. And like, I really was like, what, what is that? Am I on Twitter? Before we continue on, uh, something, something I, I, I realized, I just realized as we uh, were reviewing the episode, oh, we said that Racking was the one holding the communicator uh, as he had April. Mm -hmm. It was actually Leatherhead. Because when April escapes, Leatherhead was the one who captures... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Leatherhead's the one who was talking on the communicator, and he crushes the... Yes. The uh, communicator. I didn't pay attention. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I said Racking. Uh-huh. And, like, you no, know... it was Leatherhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely re uh, Leatherhead. All right. So, while, like, while Wacking is, like, trying to turn Irma, Irma and Vernon into zombies, you know... That's like when he realizes Leatherhead's not there anymore, and he goes and tries to find her. And here we have Leatherhead and Racking like 
fighting each other again when they meet up in the sewer. And Rack Leatherhead, he builds like a bazooka, like in the sewer. <laughs> like so, not only like so now we have Rack King as a chemist. We also have Leatherhead as a like a military mili- uh, military uh, a militia, or I think that's how you say it. Leatherhead shoots Rack King point blank in the chest with his bazooka. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like this episode is yeah. very violent. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it really was a... I mean, like, if this wasn't a cartoon, Wrecking would be dead. Yes. Uh, but, like, you know, like, Wrecking just, like, takes it. So then uh, then they shoot in front of April. Uh-huh. Then they shoot in front of April and April scream. Uh, I really like that part. Uh, the, the voice actor, like, uh, did a very uh, good job to bring the uh, feeling of that is scared of like uh right april no i i agree with you yes yes uh renee jacobs did an excellent job of like making her scared and worried yes actually i really like that a lot and like um you know that's when like you know and poor april she's like caught in the crossfire between leatherhead and uh racking and like you know and she like at this point she's just a prisoner uh but you know now we have the turtles the turtles are now in the like you know they're now in, now in the main plot of the of the show they go and uh rescue april one thing i thought was really cool uh they actually have an animation of april taking off the the chain collar that leatherhead put on her mm-hmm. and which is the same one that he had when uh when racking like put him on like yes. you know it just now here's the thing leatherhead's neck and april's neck are like two different sizes <laughs> i mean one one would either be choking one guy or the other one she could be like slip it off uh but you know let, let's not get into that now at this point the turtles they go into the room that uh wrecking locked vernon and irma in while like you know with the zombie gas thing uh, i would love for the halloween they make like something and they call it zombie gas that would be fun that would actually be you know we have rat king with some uh zombie gas for halloween <laughs> that'd be fun yes we we should we should totally do that see i'm giving so much idea to neko and all these toy companies yeah you definitely are so that's all he sees he sees the like the thing and like we see we see vernon vernon is like oh my gosh he turned to a zombie, and then, like, Irma's like, no, no, he's not, he's fine, he's just being fit, and, like, and Irma, like, like told us, like, yep, oh, that thing didn't work, and then, like, Don tells he's like, oh, no, um, <laughs> Rat King just poured a bunch of, like, chemicals together, and it does nothing except make a highly explosive material, uh, and, like, so, I give, I will say, I'll give the show this, like, whether this was intentional or not. I mean, obviously it is intentional that, like, Racking like, messes up. But I do like, it's like, okay, he's a guy, he's a guy who controls rats in the sewer. There's no way he should know all this, like, chemical, like, scientist, scientist stuff. And I love that, like, he doesn't know this chemical scientist stuff. Yes. Like, I, I actually, I, I like that little, like, twist they have over there. But, like, but basically this whole gas 
tanker like of rat poison. I really, I really want to know. Is there? I mean, I know, I know there's a rat problem in New York, but is it that bad that we need a tanker that big of rat poison? Uh, but yeah, Dante just basically says like, oh no, this thing, this thing is going to explode any minute, and I really. <laughs> Parts me, I want Dante to say like, no. If only Rat King didn't throw those glass bottles in here. <laughs> and then, of course, like you know, the turtle's like, okay, we have a plan. And then Raphael does something, you know, that annoys me. What? Do you know what that is? Raphael, no. He does the whole like, okay, everyone get together, and then they whisper. Oh, oh, oh! I, I loved it. I know you loved it. I but it's like one of my pet peeves. <laughs> Now, I will say, when he whispers, we can kind of hear what he's saying. We can, like, because he says, all right, Michael, I tell you to Like, you know, he does that. But, I mean, okay. And I understand what's the point of it. The point is, like, because they don't want us, the audience, to know. Well, he was very cartoony and funny because, uh, I don't remember, but, uh, like, some parts they were saying it loud. Yeah. Some parts was very... Okay, okay. No, in the middle of it, he says, okay, this may take a while. And I don't know if that was meant to... It's not clear if that was meant to be for the people <laughs> in his circle or if it was us, the audience, that he was talking that, to say that this is going to take a while to kind of cut away. I actually like, really love that part. <laughs> no, I, I will say, I wrote it down because I thought that part was funny. Uh, but, but yeah, the whole, like, I mean, because, all right, there's only, there's only, like, you know, uh, there's only seven people in the room that has a door. They, they really don't need to be whispering to each other. I'm just saying. They could just talk but, in a regular room voice, and they could just cut, they could just be like, like, it could be just Raphael says, okay, guys, I have an idea, and then we just cut to, back to, uh, Leatherhead and Racking fighting, and, like, you know, instead of the whole, like, <laughs> this may take a while <laughs> but this may take a while was the best part of it yeah and I will say this may take a while was the best part of it because you see like for example you're whispering with your friend something a plan and then suddenly he says a stupid thing and don't that part you can't whisper anymore so like it takes a while <laughs> yeah exactly no I agree I agree so we get to the next scene, you know, Racking and Leatherhead, they're still, like, having their, uh, their fight. And now we have, like, the turtles, they're like, alright. Basically, their plan is to, is to lead both of them to throw their explosive, um, bombs and bazookas into that big rat poison tanker. Yes. Even though, like, they are still underneath the sewer, and this will probably, like, like, you know, cripple the city. I just want to add, because it's, it's the structure of the city with this big explosion might take a hit. But, you know what, the turtles don't care at, at, at this point. They're trying to get rid of these guys. And now here's the part that, like, even as a kid, that always bothered me. We see Vernon with the camera. with the And, like, so... Like, when you first saw it, did, did you notice what the news camera had? Not the channel 6, but in the front of the camera. Oh, it has the lid? Yeah, it has the lid. It has the, has the lens cap. I mean, like, you know, the animators, they wanted to make sure, like, you know, hey, hey, the lens cap is on. And they, they I mean, you know, they did it in a way where, okay, yes, there's a lens cap on it, but it is kind of like, oh, is that the lens cap or is it just like, is that the color of the... 
uh, um, yeah. of the video camera. Yes, yeah, like they're flipping. Yeah, yeah. But all right, as a kid, this bothered me because uh, around this time, my parents actually owned a video camera, and yes, we were like one of those rich families that had a video camera because, like, you know, you had to like, yeah, owning a video camera back then was like, you know, like, oh, you, you're making, you're making like, you know, you guys are millionaires. Like, who, who, like, you know, that, that, that was the thing, like, you know. And my parents, they didn't want the, the, the video camera that you put the small tape in, and then you put, you put it into bigger tape and put that into VCR. No, they're like, no, we want to put the one where you put the, the full-size VHS on it, where it hurts your shoulder, because it's like 500 pounds. Yeah, we had, okay, so we had, like, one of those video cameras. If you put the lens cap on the video camera... It didn't record anything. Well, not only... Well, you could still record because it wasn't smart enough to know, like, you put the lens cap on it. Uh-huh. But if you look through the viewfinder, you would not see anything. Uh-huh. And Vernon's eye, throughout the whole scene... Throughout all this whole scene, his eye was actually on, like, the thing. So... <laughs> it just shows how uh, stupid he is. Yes, exactly. This shows exactly how Because, like... I like I just remember when I was first seeing it in like and then they when they had the whole reveal oh you had the lens cap I'm like wait no he shouldn't have like no he shouldn't been able, he should have realized this because he had his eye on the on the lens cap alright so 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 we so we have a uh, leatherhead and racking they're fighting and then finally like you know the big explosion happens and racking gets sent to uh, uh to one part of the sewer and. Leatherhead, like, goes out of the sewer, like, into the air, and, like, into, like, the river. One thing I want to note is that when he's flying through the air, um, you know, we see, like, shots of, like, uh, iconic shots of New York, and we even see the, uh, Twin Towers, you know, like, they don't exist now, but... Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't see that? No, no, it it, it was actually pretty cool. I was like, oh, look, like, you know, now that's, like, history, I mean, you know, uh, the... Like, but I was like, like you know, uh, so we have that, and then Leatherhead was pretty much go like he was like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm just hoping that they don't shoot Leatherhead to Georgia. Hopefully they don't. He, uh, hopefully they don't shoot him to. No, I, I know how much you don't like alligators. But we see Leatherhead on the in the river, and he starts swimming like, and I can only because he was like, all right, I'm done with the city. I want to go back to the swamp. And I'm just like, so is he going to swim back to Florida? Like, you know, what's up with these? What's up with, like, everyone from Florida in this series that's like, you know, we had the punk frogs who walked from the sewers from New York back to back to Florida. Now we have the alligator from Florida, like, swimming back to New York. I think there's a short way we don't know about it. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I think these guys have like this shortcut and we just don't know about it. Like where it's like, oh, it's not that bad. It's 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 not that bad and everything. Uh, again, we do cut to the turtles with the whole like like you know because Vernon was like, oh, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get your job, April. I'm gonna uh like you know I I wrote I recorded the best uh news newscast ever and then like Raphael's like, oh look, you have the lens cap and that's like and that's our like <laughs> <laughs> ending and then yeah as i said as a kid that always bothered me because i was like no he like you know if he would have looked he would have known that the lens cap was like you know and i mean we didn't have those fancy cameras like where the the lens cap was like part of the actual 
you know, uh, device. You, you know what I'm talking about? Like now, now, like now, you have the thing like where you have the video cameras. Like when you uh, when you turn it off, it just autom- has this like automatic lens cap. Like and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, you know, he he didn't have that kind of technology back then. It was this was just a plastic black cover thing. But yeah, that's pretty much everything uh, about this episode. Um, what'd you think overall? Uh, I thought it was a, you know me, I like more girly episode. It was like a boy-friendly episode. It was a boy-friendly episode. I, I, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, I, I think one of the best uh, things that I, I liked was the uh, the fight between um, Rat King and the... Leatherhead. Yeah, no, I will say like yeah, the fight between them was actually pretty good. Um, to be honest, like for me, I always thought like Racking and Leatherhead were like a really cool pairing of each other, and this is the first time they do it, and this is not the last time we have this pair together. Yes. Uh, like it is something like I'm pretty sure like when they were trying to like you know fill out all these episodes for the season they're like oh let's try this let's try this and they see like hey this actually worked and they're and obviously they want to uh con- continue on with it uh like uh the, I, I overall I, overall liked it it's a very memorable uh episode uh, to me thanks for everyone who uh gave us uh, your opinions and uh, and your memories of, about uh this episode join us next time we will be talking about the episode The Turtle Terminator. That's like the theme song to the Terminator. (laughs) But is it related to Terminator? I honestly, I cannot remember. But if you guys remember, be sure to uh, email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at turtlerecallpod. But until, until next time, guys, see ya. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.